This is IEDA In Your Ear, the podcast for members of the Indiana Economic Development Association. I'm your host, Lee Llewellyn. Hello there. This is Brian, Warren, and Jennifer from the Wabash Valley Power Alliance Economic Development Team. Together with 19 rural electric member cooperatives, we serve communities in 48 Indiana counties. And we're proud to sponsor today's IEDA In Your Ear podcast. Enjoy. Today, I'm joined by Roberto Gallardo, the new director of the Purdue Center for Regional Development. Now, many of us got to know Roberto's predecessor, uh, Bo Ballou, and I thought it'd be good to give Roberto an opportunity to introduce himself to the Indiana Economic Development Community and share his backgrounds and his plans for PCRD going forward. So welcome, Roberto, and thanks for taking time to be with me here today. Thank you, Lee, and I appreciate the opportunity. I'm very excited. Thank you very much. Well, and congratulations on your new role. Thank you. So, um, this is in quotations, but you're the new director at PCRD, but you aren't new to the Purdue Center for Regional Development uh, and the work of the center. So, let's just start by giving a little bit of a background, uh, an overview of your background, Uh, what led you to Purdue in the first place, and then how you eventually became installed as the new director for PCRD. Sure, Lee. Um, And that's correct. I've been uh, part of the PCRD team for a little bit of uh, over three years. I moved to Indiana from Mississippi in 2017. Um, My uh, background is I've got an engineering degree, though I have not practiced it, so don't I try to avoid conversations about engineering and uh, electronics and communication. I then studied my master's in uh, economic development from the University of Southern Mississippi in Hattiesburg, uh, where I got exposed to rural economic development. I work with a lot of economic development uh, colleagues throughout those uh, during those years. I then got moved to Starkville, Mississippi, which is another area in the state where I started my PhD in public policy and administration. I uh, was working full-time while studying, and that's when I got to meet Bo Ballou. He was there, the director of the Southern Rural Development Center. So we worked together for seven years down in Mississippi as I completed my PhD and continued working with uh, with rural communities uh, regarding regional development and, and economic development. Uh, after a couple years down there, Bo, who had moved up here, asked me to come and join his team. So I did uh, back in 2017. And I started working here in PCRD as a Purdue Extension Specialist and as the Assistant Director to the Center. And uh, that's where I started to learn the great work that PCRD does and the great stakeholders like your members, uh, which we have the honor to engage with almost on a daily basis. Well, that's good. Uh, it's nice to have, I think I knew parts of that story, but but it's nice to have sort of the, the trajectory filled out. So thanks for doing that. Uh, and, and I do think a number of the members of IEDA do have a sense of the Purdue Center for Regional Development uh, and things that have been going on. Uh, so uh, within that familiarity, uh, give us a sense of uh, under your tenure now, you know, what will be the same and what will be different about PCRD going forward? Great question, uh, Lee. And yes, so I, I, 
off the uh, immediately there, I, I do not envision any major changes to what, you know, Bo's momentum and tra trajectory. There, those are big shoes to fill. Um, there's a lot of work to be done. And as you know, what will remain the same, Lee, is that we will continue to work with regional planning commissions, with regional economic development agencies, with local economic development organizations, chambers, state agencies, whomever, um, in our engagement mission. And uh, as you know, our bread and butter is data, analyses, and interpretation. So we, that will continue. That will not change. Uh, uh, that's, that's our mission. That's what we do. And, and I think we're, we're pretty good at doing that. We have built a reputation and trust that I hope to continue and maintain and strengthen. So that will remain exactly the same. Whatever your engagement has been with PCRD, we will continue to offer that. Where, where I'm hoping we can beef up a little bit modify just slightly is on, on, on three fronts primarily, Lee. The first one is to increase research. We are part of a university and not that research did not take place while Bo was director, but I think it's an area that PCRD can really strengthen. And I think we can benefit. We have a, a brain trust here with our colleagues here at Purdue, as well as a national university centers and so forth. So I want to really get uh, involved in a little bit more research along with our team and others, especially because we have the fortune of hearing from you guys firsthand, what are your needs, right? And what do we need to know more about? So that's what I really want to kind of increase a little bit more is that research capability and turning around and using that re research to uh, beef up or, or strengthen our data analyses. That's one, one area that I think will be slightly uh, different. Another one, Ali, that I think will be uh, slightly different than what uh, PCRD has been doing is I really want our team to be engaged in a little bit more engagement beyond data. As you know, we have a great partnership with extension and extension and engagement are kind of similar terms, but they're not entirely different as well. And I think that we have a great staff here. We have great team members that are uh, willing and itching and motivated to do a little bit more of engagement. What I mean with engagement, Lee, is not only come in and provide the technical assistance that we do, but also kind of help them with some capacity building, understanding the data, but also working with them through multiple projects. Uh, for example, we're hoping to launch a remote work certification uh, process that I think, or, or it's in place now, but that requires coaches, right? That requires somebody that handholds you, that walks you through, that's some of the thing that our engagement specialists are going to be involved in. That's just a one minor example. That's another thing that I hope to really change. And the third, Ali, not necessarily uh, last but not least, is I really want to start challenging the team to not only provide data, I think we're really good at that, but what else can we do with that data? What other metrics, what other uses, what other interpretations, innovative interpretations we can bring to the table to continue to help your members and others better use that data. And, it's, and it really sounds a lot simpler uh, said than done, right? It's, it's, uh, um, but it is a challenge. And I think we have the, the capacity here, not that this did not happen before, but I think that we can really strengthen that, again, to add value, continue to add value to what we do uh, with your with your members. 
Well, so I think, and, and I, I will take a minute uh, to, to uh, talk about a couple of members of your team just real quick, who I've had a great opportunity to work with, and that's uh, Indranil Kumar uh, and uh, Andre Zalnan. Um, I worked with them on a project, which I'll mention in a couple of minutes, but, but uh, just phenomenal uh, resources and just their ability to, to um, not just uh, collect data, but but to be able to to look at uh, uh, situations in the state, in a community, in a region, and and know how to access data uh, to answer questions, to try to address things, uh, and uh, I've just uh, the years that I've spent working with at least the two of them as well have just been I've just been so thoroughly impressed with their capabilities and and again their ability to apply. And I think uh, I'm going to start with your sort of your last point there and how to use data, because I think that's one of the things uh, that that people are often intimidated by uh, data. And I think one of the hallmarks of of uh, PCRD has been the way in which you display data, uh, how you've been able to to marry data with sort of graphic interpretations. But, but talk a little bit about sort of your vision about how you would like to see um, that data component of PCRD become a little bit more utilitarian uh, and applicable to, to what people are dealing with around Indiana. Definitely, Lee. Um, so, yes, indeed, uh, we have great, great people here. You mentioned Indra Neal and, and, and Andre and Ben, who's more behind the scenes. We also have our engagement specialists, uh, Melinda and Annie and, and others, uh, Julie, that are, do a phenomenal job. On, on the data front, we, are, we're, we have gotten really good at gathering the data, presenting it in a way that even those that are a little bit data intimidated can, can kind of see some trends and make informed decisions, right? That's at the stage we're now, and, uh, which, is, which is complicated, right? You can got to go identify the data, you've got to package the data, you've got to present the data. But I, I, I would like to see the center go a step further, and that is tell a story where you have the data, okay, what is the data telling me? And not necessarily to influence, but not only to inform, uh, uh, you know, decision making, but also to tell a story about communities. We are going through tremendous a change in in our economy right now. I, I honestly believe I'm 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 uh, honored and 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 challenged at at the same time to be going through a you know transformation. I I really think that we're going something similar when ag became more industrial you know industry based and we saw this kind of changes going on fluctuations. I think I think we're at that same point right now with the digital economy and so we need to be able to not only present the data package the data and help people see trends, but tell a story about that data because telling a story helps increase awareness, which in turn helps uh, uh, have more informed you know, uh, conversations. And I think that that's an, an area that as a center ourselves, I think we need to uh, maintain our competitive edge by being able to tell the story. Now, not that this has not happened in the past. Bo is a great storyteller, right? We know that. Uh, Indra Neal presents data phenomenally, but how can we scale it up? How can we make it a little bit more efficient and 
where the community is empowered to see what story they're going to tell about their data. Well, so I think, and again, so so, uh, so my experience with PCRD, you know, we obviously have been working quite closely with you all on the regional economic development or the rural economic development model. Um, and, the, and the virtual maps that we have now that show the agricultural production data are just, I mean, are unique in the world at this point. And hopefully that gives us a unique advantage. Um, and my first interaction with PCRD was actually, uh, uh, I was under contract to help produce uh, the motorsports study, which is where I first uh, worked with uh, with Andre and uh, Indra Neal. Mm-hmm. And, and that, again, was really giving us an opportunity to see some aspects of the state. It was easy to talk about motorsports and certainly talk about Indianapolis uh, because of the 500. But that created an entire sort of d- different data image of the state as we were able to look at um, uh, how motorsports was touching all 92 counties. So help me and help our members really understand the breadth and the depth of the, the types of data that you hope to be able to bring to bear on, on uh, Indiana uh, community challenges and opportunities. Uh, because again, I think it's, uh, my experience has been the, the, the breadth of data that you have access to is really hard to comprehend because it is fairly extensive. So what can we look for or, or what, how, how will you begin to deploy towards some of those new challenges and opportunities? Definitely. And that's one of the things that really, uh, you know, it's a great system that's in place. Uh, you know, we have access to tremendous amount of data. Uh, we, we now have evolved into packaging that data telling a story like the ag example you just mentioned, you know, uh, we, we are very good at industrial cluster analyses, identifying leakages. That's really uh, very important for any economic developer in Indiana to be familiar with that data, to understand that data, that in turn they can act on the information that's been extracted from that data. Uh, the ne- I think that that will continue, Ali, that will not change. And we continue, we look forward to continue to partner with your members and we learn from your members as well. So I really want to, I look forward to continue working with them because I'm sure that we will get other ideas as we work with them and we will be sure to incorporate them and apply them to the realm of data that we have because that's the part of the research that I was mentioning earlier, Lee. I'm very excited about this because you know, we get to work with folks that are in the trenches, right? They're at the front lines. And so that can feed and provide ideas. So the data is there. We will continue to do what we have been doing. And I just, again, I just want to add a little layer to it. That may take a little bit of time because it's going to be a tweaking process, right? It's not going to happen overnight or we're going to get it right overnight. But I would envision having a tool that any economic developer can access uh, where they get a quick snapshot, not only in the data format, in a panel format, we already have something like that in a way, uh, but more so kind of tells a story about the data. What is the data telling me? And then the local economic developer can cross-check, can validate, can challenge. But I think that's a very rich process that PCRD and your members uh, can be engaged on moving forward. Because I think, unfortunately, sometimes people hear the word data 
and and they think about you know very very they think about tables of numbers uh, very dry very static um, and and I think one of the hallmarks of PCRD has been uh, data for sort of problem solving or data for understanding um, and again I think that's maybe where uh, thinking about stories. Uh, it becomes a really critical differentiator for how PCRD operates. Yes, indeed. Uh, not everybody likes data, and then how you present it is critical. And the story that it tells, being able to extract those stories is also very important. And I think we have the capability here. We have great stakeholders like your members that, again, will continue to inform us uh, on what other ways we can use come up with innovative ways to use the data that we're sitting on. It's a gold mine. And, and right now it's all about data. And so PCRD has done a phenomenal job, like you just pointed out, of, of using that data and informing and engaging in discussions. And I think that that's something that we will continue to do uh, moving forward. So I think uh, people who have seen uh, us talk about the rural economic development model have heard the term leakage. But I think it's a relatively new concept uh, in terms of, the, of economic development and, and the opportunities it presents. You referenced that. You talked about leakages. Talk a little bit about what that means and how PCRD is evolving to be able to address that notion of economic leakage. Sure. So there is this a cluster-based economic development uh, that looks at a region. We have some numbers there, some formulas that we can apply to see if there is a, indeed a cluster in that region. A cluster is a related set of industries in a geographic area. That's basically what a cluster is. Uh, and through our, ana our analyses, we can see that a cluster is there, but we also know, based on theory and other data nationally, what industries are related to that cluster, right? So for us then, what we do is we look at that cluster in a specific region in Indiana. And we realize, oh, these, indust these industries are here. These that are related in other clusters, similar to this one, are not here. So we, the, 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 the cluster here will then need to go outside of the region to get those, those uh, products or services or whatever is needed. That's leakage. You, you're letting go that money outside of your region. So how then can we turn that information and say, you know what, we have X amount of dollars leak, you know, that are leaking out of this cluster. You already have part of that cluster in play. Why not go after those industries that you know are related, economically speaking, and because comparing with other clusters in the country, and go after those industries and bring them because the ecosystem is already conducive for them to be here. So rather than having like what I call a shotgun approach in economic development, that's not very typical now, but you know, where let's go, you know, we have incentives in place, let's attract industry. Why not be a little bit more strategic about it and say, look, I already have a conducive environment for industry A, B, and C. Let's go after those, bring them in because it's going to be easier for them to succeed or be successful because they are under that cluster environment. So that's basically what it means. And I think one of the things that helps you do that, I mean, we've, been, we've referred very broadly to, uh, to, to just data, but I think because of your position uh, within the university, uh, as a center within the university, you have also been able to 
uh, acquire or have access to uh, proprietary data, uh, data that's that's maybe not not available if you know if we're just you know going out and searching the web, but I think gives you the Purdue Center for Regional Development a unique capability for being able to to provide a little more depth in your analyses because you do have access to uh, some kinds of data that may not commonly be available to, to entities outside of the university setting. Is that, am I remembering that correctly? That is correctly. We do have access to proprietary data because we are a part of Purdue University that we bring, you know, we bring to bear. We bring it all to the table and, and that's, that's, that's exactly right. Another thing that I think point uh, makes us is the trust and the relationship we have with your members through our engagement uh, mission helps us validate that data because at the end of the day, these are data that are generated elsewhere more than likely um, are modeled elsewhere. And so we really need to fact check. We really not fact check, but we really need to validate. Okay. Okay. Economic developer a, how does this sound? Does it make sense? Is it what you're seeing? And that's where I think that beautiful marriage between data and actually being on the ground to validate that data provides even a more powerful story or more useful information on how to act because of that inf- of that data. So you've used the term uh, engagement a number of times, and um, and you know, twenty years ago, uh, engagement, uh, university engagement, was a was a fairly new and somewhat novel concept. And I think it was probably President Jiski who was the first to begin to introduce that concept uh, through Purdue to Indiana. Um, but it still is somewhat of a sort of a university-based concept. But Purdue being a land-grant university and that engagement mission, I think, that is part of Purdue. So explain, again, uh, because I think you, you talked about your partnership with uh, Purdue Extension, which we think of as being predominantly agricultural, yet my experience with Extension is that it has become much more um, involved in a variety of aspects of Indiana communities. Uh, Purdue Center for Regional Development, PCRDs, had, um, I think, a, a relationship, an ongoing relationship with the Office of Community and Rural Affairs, OCRA. So talk about sort of the, the engagement vision and uh, and what that means, because again, I think it's a unique role that PCRD has, but also within the context of Purdue, uh, that's not just, again, sitting on the proverbial ivy tower and throwing data down to people. It's a much more activist uh, philosophy, I believe. That is correct, Lee. So yeah, the, the mission of extension, uh, you know, the concept, the extension system is more than 100 years old. And the original mission or vision of that was to extend the knowledge that's generated in the university, extend it to folks that can use or benefit from that knowledge. That's really what drives extension. Uh, engagement is very similar. Engagement is, is also kind of a two-way street uh, where you go out there and make sure that you bring these, this knowledge and these tools with you. But not only that, you also listen and bring back what you're hearing, bring it back to you. So it's kind of this circle there that's very powerful. Consultants, 
rarely have this opportunity, right? It's not necessarily in their mission, uh, and but it is in ours. And so that's something we're capitalizing on. We have to make sure that we not, like you say, here's the data, good luck. No, okay, why, why do you need this data? How can you use this data? And how can you interpret this data? Uh, it's kind of this relationship building through engagement uh, that, that that's what we are and that's what we're hoping to continue to do here at the center. Um, so that, there's a, there is a, a big difference, I think, where it makes a lot of difference, actually, when you provide some sort of relationship building or exchanging information with those stakeholders when you bring them a knowledge or when you bring them a tool or data or something. I think that's totally a different ball league. Uh, when when you compare that to just kind of one way, here you go, Lee. Good luck. You know, talk to you later. It's it's kind of a very different and very empowering and humbling uh, mission that we have. So you've talked about uh, the, the kind of two R's, and uh, and uh, certainly my engagement uh, with PCRD. I think when when Bo came, uh, I think he brought. Um, a second R because it was the Center for Regional Development. And I think um, he brought that sort of rural focus uh, so that it was, I always thought that maybe the R could be interchangeable, regional or rural. And you've, you've talked about both. So within the context of PCRD, you know, why are those two R's, I mean, how do those two R's sort of sit within your vision uh, the regional and rural, uh, because they they can be uh, they can be sort of a Venn diagram, uh, but they can also be two very different kinds of concepts. So, how do those things play in into your vision for the center? Well, to me, it's pretty clear, Lee, uh, because if we assume or we agree that we're going under this very economic transformation uh, because of the digital economy and so forth. Um, and I think COVID-19 has shed a very bright light on that issue. I think that uh, my experience with rural communities, you have got to go regional. You, you can't do it alone. Uh, problems are so complex that a single community cannot address them. They cannot, uh, it's, it's too complex, too, too, uh, too difficult to go on your own. So regional is important, but regional in and of itself brings another layer, right? Of cooperation, of trust, of partnership, of collab collaboration that's not easily done. And so based on our engagement mission and the trust that these stakeholders have in us, I think PCRD plays, has been playing and will continue to play a critical role to respect uh, rural. And, and I will say, Lee, I mean, I, I do know that rural communities, you know, we work a lot with them, but not overlook metro even, right? There will be regions where the anchor will be a metro area. And so I, that doesn't mean, oh, you're not rural, I'm not gonna work with you. Not at all, it's simply part of that ecosystem. So I think that PCRD through its engaging mission, especially the trust and the reputation that we have, um, I think will help where rural communities may wanna go regional to really truly move the needle. Doing it on their own is not I mean, they can do it, but it's going to be really, really difficult. So to me, those two R's, they cannot be either or. They have to be together, right? Now, there's going to be some nuances there 
that, that are going to be obvious. But at the end of the day, it's a regional effort. It, you've got to build this regional effort, pool of resources, you know, pool of talent, pool of work, or whatever it may be. At the end of the day, it's that region that will include rural and urban that needs to come together and, and work on its issues. So for our members who, you know, are, are looking ahead, um, how do you expect that you will be engaging with the, the local economic development organizations? And I know we talked about, or you, you mentioned early on, uh, like the regional planning councils, um, but, you know, how, how will our members, uh, how will folks engage with you more directly? Well, the way they have been doing it thus far, you know, if they trust us, to ask for help, we will provide that help. They can go through their regional council. They can go through your organization. They can come to us. We will continue to work with them in that respect. I think that we, we are here to help you, to serve the communities in Indiana and the regions in Indiana. Again, I think it's very importantly now because of this transformation that we're witnessing. And I think that, that's, uh, I think that we bring expertise, we bring data, we bring trust that is very much needed in these times. So they can they can bet on reaching out directly through you, through whomever they feel uh, is best for us to help them uh, with this data capability, but this engagement piece as well that, again, has been here all along, but I really want to make it distinct, kind of break it apart a little bit from the data. They're, they go hand in hand from, from a strategic administrative point of view, a tactical is more of, okay, let's break them up and let's make sure that that engagement side can capitalize on the data side and vice versa. Oh, I appreciate that. I appreciate your time. Um, uh, I'm going to let you go, but I'll give you an opportunity. Is there anything that I didn't ask you about that you wanted to cover and didn't give you a chance to, to talk about? Uh, thank you, Lee. Uh, well, just two quick things. Uh, the first one is we just updated our website uh, we we just made we we designed it or redesigned it with external stakeholders like you in mind. We want you to quickly understand what it is we can help you with. So please go ahead and check it out if you have other ideas of how to make it even you know better or easy to understand. Let us know. It's a continuous process. It's not set in stone. So I wanted to highlight that. We really want your feedback because in my economic development world. I do know and I'm traumatized by the two-click rule, right? If a site consultant cannot find what they need in two clicks, you lost them. So uh, there are areas in the website that perhaps require three clicks, but in general, that's how it was designed, right? Uh, to help you, uh, your members, kind of see quickly, okay, I need help with this. Can PCRD help? It should be a very clear answer right there. So please go ahead and visit uh, pcrd.purdue.edu. On another front that I think is one of the, of the things that uh, better positions PCRD nationally is that we have built up a suite of digital inclusion uh, tools and resources. Uh, digital inclusion is very clear now, uh, Lee. It's one of the areas that we're focusing on big time is that digital exclusion is the number one threat to economic development today. It's pretty clear. And so how can we help communities and regions understand the concept and plan for that particular situation? That's what we're really, really 
uh, kind of beefing up right now. And, and I would like your members to know that we are here to help. Uh, again, uh, COVID has kind of uh, moved everything forward rather, rather, very, very quickly. Uh, and, and it's becoming very clear, I think, uh, Lee, to wrap up that moving forward uh, from an economic development perspective and from a quality of life perspective, the first question you're going to have to answer, just like any site consultant asking about industrial parts or workforce, is going to be, is your community digital inclusive? I think that that's going to be a key thing that we've got to start thinking on. Well, certainly has been a theme of a number of the, these conversations that I've been having, uh, and we know it's going to be a huge issue going into the General Assembly uh, in a variety of different ways, both from, a, from an infrastructure standpoint, but then also just from, you know, how do we continue to create uh, a digitally literate electorate uh, or citizen base? Uh, and again, just as you point out, COVID-19 has really, has really sort of shown uh, the haves and the have-nots and some of the challenges we have in that. So I thoroughly expect you to be at the forefront of all of that as you've been at the forefront of many different things. Thank Roberto, you. I appreciate that. Well, well, thank you. And so thank you for your time today. Uh, this is, it's always helpful and it's always a delight uh, to talk to you folks. So thanks, thanks for being here. Thank you, Lee. And let me know when it's uh, ready to go so we can share it through our channels as well, okay? Will do. So today I've been talking with Roberto Gallardo, the director, the new director of the Purdue Center for Regional Development, uh, something that many of us know as PCRD. Uh, Roberto, uh, as he shared with us today, has been at the center for a number of years, uh, but has now just moved into the director spot. So congratulations again, Roberto, and thanks for your time today. Thank you, Lee. It's been an honor. Thank you. This has been the IEDA In Your Ear podcast brought to you by Wabash Valley Power Alliance. Thank you for listening. This has been IEDA In Your Ear, the podcast for members of the Indiana Economic Development Association. All content in this podcast is copyright 2020 by the Indiana Economic Development Association and all rights are reserved. Thank you.